Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It's your guy, Larry, and you just tuned into Black Nerds Biblecast. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um, also, um, hopefully you, uh, un- you didn't forget to set your clocks um I guess forward, right? Spring forward, losing an hour of sleep. That's that's not a good thing, is it? And eventually they're going to try to have to fix that and do away with that. I think that's just something that I've been hearing about. Anyways, um, this this whole um, this podcast or this Bible cast again, it's just it's set up. Um, God is God ordained and 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 really given to you. OK, uh, given to you as the listener. Uh, I'm also getting a blessing out of it, meaning that the Lord is beginning to uh, really use me um, even in this episode to to um to give you the gospel of jesus christ you know listen we we're going to be getting into the a lot of the the meaning of easter the meaning of the resurrection of jesus christ and and the death and the burial resurrection of jesus christ and the salvation but ultimately the salvation that god has given to us right so um just um you know like i said um i just want you to 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 um get something out of this you know if if you don't get nothing out of this you know i mean at least you know give it to someone or let someone hear what what um what the gospel has to say about this but this is going to be starting off um being preparation for uh easter sunday that's coming up in april um i'm excited about easter sunday man i mean as a believer i'm really excited about easter sunday it's a big thing if you are a believer the celebration of the resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ the reason and why the resurrection was important and also the salvation that's given to all believers do you understand that that the resurrection is the culmination is the climat the climactic ending to the the victory that jesus had over sin and death all right this this, it is symbolic okay and so this is why i want to kind of prepare our hearts and our minds right now before easter gets here okay and begin to just um um, dive into this if you have devotionals you don't always have to follow this devotional but if you have devotionals that you enjoy reading read those devotionals get your mind and your heart prepared to to receive um, um the gospel message and get your mind and heart prepared for the coming of the lord eventually okay so if you're a believer hey you know praise god praise god that you're here remember at the end of this message i want you to continue to pray and pray for yourself pray for your family pray for anybody the family members that may need to hear this okay this is a very important message i believe and and again you know i just thank god for this so without further ado sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of black news bible cast Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful morning so far. Hopefully a good, good week or a good weekend. Um, so I wanted to start off this devotional um, in preparation for Easter. I know that Easter is coming um, in April where we are still in March, but I wanted to uh, get things kind of prepared um, as we go move forward um, through the Bible of the life of Jesus uh, going through his uh, 
his journey to the cross, I would say. And I think that's what I might want to call this. Uh, this is uh, the journey to the cross. And we're going to be reading out of a devotional um, that is by one of my favorite um, teachers, pastors um, that I have been following for many, many years. Um, Pastor Charles Stanley. Um, he, I believe his ministry is out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I have been following Pastor Stanley for many years. And he is such a wonderful pastor, a wonderful teacher when it comes to the word of God. And he just just has such an anointing to as far as bringing forth the word. And so I really have enjoyed him like almost half of my life, pretty much, you know, a little bit over half of my life. And uh, yeah, he's he's been he's played a, a very big part about my love for for reading the bible and studying it but just in everything personally and I, I just you know if we i'm not sure sometimes it's just an example of how you never know whose life you're impacting um even though you might be teaching and preaching to some women uh, an audience but you never know how how the length or the impact of your your teaching goes. So and that's and that's to me, I'm sure I'm not the only one that he's impacting uh, thanks to his ministry, but just by him obeying the Lord in his life. Also, I'm gonna be I'm reading out of the U version Bible, which is off the uh, Bible app. Um, there's two things that I want to share. So one is the Bible version. The Bible app is an awesome. Uh, it's an awesome Bible. It, it's what it is. It's a Bible that's on your phone. Um, yes, everything is kind of you know accessible through technology. Um, lots of ways you can access the Bible, and praise God that that the Lord has worked through someone or an organization to actually put the Bible um, on. Uh, on phones and tablets and computers and you know in a in an age now where you know everything is on our phones you know you might as well have the word of god on your phone right and so you have the scriptures you have different uh, translations from the new king james to the king james and the the uh the new living translation new american standard version on here um, you can compare verse to verse you can actually compare notes highlight underline you can even share your scriptures with friends and and family um there's just so many so many wonderful things to this app it has devotionals which is what i'll be um teaching from and and um yeah uh, this is just an awesome awesome uh, bible app it has been translated or actually not just translated but it's been in different um uh, uh languages um so you know we have you know from from not only from english to spanish to um indonesian to uh polynesian to um what else like asian all different types of asian um 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 dialect as well as well as indian hindi um, it's made in all different languages for all different types of people all over the world. I will say this, you know, one thing to remember, 
we are we are and and i don't want to continue to just you know say this a lot but we are truly living in the last days um we are living in a time where it, it it's you know it's uh you know it's something that we have to be aware of right and and i think with this being said the lord is using all kind of means to get his word out to share his word and the second thing is is that while you're enjoying the bible bible app on your phone or tablet also um i'm recording uh, through anchor so anchor is another way in which i am making this podcast uh recording these episodes and i just thank god for anchor because anchor is allowing me to um to record but it will distribute my podcast uh throughout different venues like uh you know like uh spotify i'm on spotify apple um itunes music i'm on um the different ones like uh, google chromecast uh, or podcast excuse me uh google podcast pocket cast i'm on there i'm on uh overcast which is um something like um itunes i believe it is also um i'm on stitcher radio um and uh pod um there's a few others that i'm that i'm on and um again i just think i'm very thankful for this uh, opportunity to be able to be on all these different um different ways in which you can listen to this podcast so um and always as always i really really pray that you know you subscribe and share if you enjoy what you're hearing please subscribe and share um this podcast or this bible cast um to anyone that likes to listen to you know especially the word of god and if you hear something that maybe i might say or the lord says to me that you want to share with others and that'd be great you know that'd be great i just i praise god because this is a way in which you know god is using every type of medium possible out there to get his word out to share the love of god with people All right. Now, um, I'm going to take a little bit of break and I'll be right back. So this morning, I'm going to be reading to you um, from a devotional called Cross and Crowns. It's a seven day uh, Easter devotional from In Touch Ministries uh, by uh, In Touch Ministries is, is a ministry that was uh, founded by found the foundation was uh, started up by uh, Charles Pastor Charles Stanley. So um, we're going to get into it right now. And uh, it's called The Precious Blood of Jesus. When was the last time you heard a sermon or sang a song about the blood of Jesus? Some churches today find the concept antiquated or even gruesome. Songs that mention the blood have been had even been removed from hymn books. Yet without it, there's no hope of a relationship with God. No assurance of salvation, no confidence that our prayers are heard. Scripture never shies away from the mention of blood. In fact, it runs like a run a red thread from Genesis to Revelation. If you eliminate the references 
to blood and from the Bible. All that remains is a book of history and literature. Anything God considers this important should never be disregarded. So we find in Leviticus 17.11, it tells us that God gave blood to make atonement because the life of the flesh is in it. It's inside of it. The word atonement, as it is used in the Old Testament, means covering. Through the sacrificial system of worship established by the Lord, the sins of mankind were covered by the blood of innocent animals. The seriousness of sin is revealed by the monumental cost of atonement. The penalty is death, and it must be paid by either the guilty one or an, or an acceptable substitute. To cover transgressions, the animals offered had to be unblemished and perfect. Every sacrifice on the altar was a fulfillment of death of the death penalty required by God's law. The sacrificial system taught people that the Lord is holy. Transgressions must be punished and atonement for sin takes place only through the shedding of the blood. This arrangement was a foreshadowing of what was to come because animal sacrifices can only cover sin and ultimate lamb was needed to remove all of man's iniquity. One day as John the Baptist stood by the Jordan River, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world walked onto the scene of human history. And we find that in John chapter 1 verse 29. The perfect sacrifice for sin had arrived. He had foreknown before the foundation of the world and came to the earth to fulfill the Lord's awesome plan, redemption by shedding his precious blood. And this is found in 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20. Jesus just wasn't a man. He was a son of God, clothed in human flesh. His birth was supernatural because he was conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of a virgin. Since no one, no one, no sin was transferred to him through an earthly father, Jesus was perf was the perfect spotless Lamb of God. His was the only flawless life, and therefore, the only substitute uh, suitable sacrifice for the guilt of all mankind. Hey guys, this is your guy Larry out of Sacramento, California, and I'm so glad, first of all, that you tuned in to Black Nurse Biblecast. What exactly is Black Nurse Podcast? Well, it is a, it is a combination of, first of all, um, the Word of God, so you're listening to um, things out of the Bible as we go through the Bible, teach on different things, talk about the different uh, people that we can learn from in the Bible today and also for our lives today. Basically, ultimately being the the best, the best version of yourself that you can be in 2020. 
Also, there's moments where I love to talk about articles that are coming out of tech news. I love I love all things about tech and also video games, believe it or not, and as well as movies. So I got a chance to watch a few movies also this week. You'll be hearing more about that. I got a couple of movies that I wanted to talk about and do my little my own personal review. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming up later this week. And also, you know, anything else that that um, I might bring up. To also, just keep everybody in prayer. Um, the coronavirus and all this stuff that's going on in the news. Hey, you know what? We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, right? And we also believe in common sense and also, you know, protecting ourselves and stuff. So there's a little bit of everything that I bring up. Okay. So there's sometimes you'll hear Black Nurse Podcast, sometimes Black Nurse Bible Cast. But all in all, it's still some good stuff. Please remember to subscribe and share and by all things, you know, hey, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your life and enjoy your family. OK, I'll be talking to you soon. Let's get back into this this word. OK, so we're going to continue reading in this devotional. Glad you guys made it back. Um, we find here in um, Leviticus chapter 17, uh, chapter 17 this is the Old Testament scripture, uh, 17 verse 11. It says, for the life of the blood is in, I mean, I'm sorry, the life of the body is in its blood. I have given you. Um, the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for life that makes purification possible. Now, I'll be honest with you. This, uh, the blood here, you know, it, it, this is what separates, um, this is what separates the, the, the Christian religion, I would say, um, separate from a lot of the religions of the world that you may hear about. Um, this here, it, it establishes it way back in the Old Testament about what was the means and why God uh, felt it was so important for blood, for blood to be used as a sacrifice. We, you, you know, so most of us are, are fully aware at this point that Jesus Christ, when he came to earth, uh, he came as the Lamb of God, and he also came as the one who would sacrifice his life for the sin of man. And so we never really, um, really talk about, and even though we do sing about it, like the devotion said, about the precious blood of Jesus. But I think that under, people need to understand that through Christ's death on the cross and his shedding of his blood was the reason why we now have what costs us. We now now have what you call salvation okay it was already given it was already the sacrifice was already made though it was it was considered um a, a horrible way to die um in in the case of jesus christ you know this this here really showed um that Christ was willing to give his life for us. And this is why in Leviticus 17 and 11, it says for the life of the body is in its blood. OK, any time uh, uh, an animal or a, 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 you know, like a human being um, as a if they they're um, if they're sacrificed or if they are killed. 
the blood when it comes forth is the life that was in the blood if you have no blood in your body you won't be living okay you won't be living at all so so the life is in the blood that that flows through your veins that throw flows through your body just imagine how important uh uh blood is to the body um of the body of any any type of thing the animal or a human being okay and this is why leviticus is establishing it way long like many years before jesus christ comes on the scene it says here like it says for the life of the body um is in its blood that's just right there stop right there so the life of the body is in its blood i have given you the blood on the altar to purify you it says make you right with the Lord this is God talking so God he's the one that's establishing it too he's the one saying that without the shedding of blood there will be no purification there will be no there will be no making you right with the Lord without the without the blood that is on the altar okay and then it says it is the blood given in exchange for a life now he says this right here real quickly because in the moment what we're reading this in Leviticus 17, it's it's stating here that in order to be to be right with God, you have to give up your life. You you're gonna have to make us. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to. Uh, otherwise, without this blood on the altar, you'd have to kill yourself. Okay. Other words, it is blood given in exchange for a life. Now. Are you going, are you or I are going to uh, give up our life for this? I mean, none of us were, would have satisfied um, the offense that we've done to God or in front of God without giving up our life. You hear what I'm saying? So let's go back and says, it says here, it is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. None of us are 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 perfect enough none of us are you know just just without without any fault or any wrongdoing we don't qualify for that and without kind of going into this a little bit well we're going a little bit further into this by stating the fact that the animals at that time they were innocent animals that means that they were um considered unblemished they were considered uh they uh, was there was no defects there was nothing wrong with them they were the best and unfortunately at that time they had killed those animals for the sacrifice of man and the blood that was in those animals satisfied the purification of human of, of mankind for their wrongdoing at that time you see so praise god that we now have jesus christ and jesus christ came to earth as the unblemished lamb of god okay he became the he became the sacrifice he became the the, the first and the last and and that's it there's there's not going to be one before or after him there is no need for any more sacrifices there's no need for uh, uh, another animal to be put on an altar to be sacrificed there's no need for that because Jesus Christ come in the human form he come in human flesh and he being un, 
un, unblemished, him being uh, uh, perfect, not imperfect, but perfect. He's the one that was able to give his life over uh, for each and every one of us. For matter of fact, for, for all humankind, for you and me, for all humankind, past, present, and future. Okay, so remember that the salvation, the blood, is so important. It's so important, guys. That. Yeah, you know, if anybody's offended by the blood, I mean, I don't see how they can be. And the only reason why I say that, because the world we're living in now, there is such a reference to to either uh, 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 movies that we watch and things like that. You know, so much killing going on in the streets and so much killing going on abroad, internationally. There is a lot of killing. There's a lot of shedding of blood. There, you know, there's when I say blood on the streets, we're talking like, uh, people that are in gangs and, and and people that are out there just just killing people for whatever reason, you know, taking a life. See, this is why even still uh, taking a life is so important, is so precious because of the fact that you are not, you and I are not uh, uh, permitted to take a person's life. Okay, this is why God talks about also about about murder. We're taking a person's life. Okay, and so the only person that took his own life was Jesus Christ, and he was perfect. He was without sin, so he can. He's the one that was able to 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 sacrifice his life for all of mankind. Again, all right. So we're going to go into the next one the next one says the next day and this is in um i'm sorry this is in uh chapter john cha john chapter one and it says the next day uh verse 29 john saw jesus coming toward him and said look the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world okay so this is when jesus was starting to come on the scene right now so jesus was uh, approaching john john was out there john the baptist he was out there baptizing people and while he was baptizing the people um he began to he you know jesus came into um his 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 view and he told him he says he said, look, he said, coming, he said, coming toward him. He said, look, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. See, so he recognized him. He recognized who he was, the lamb of God who's coming now to take away the sins of the world. There was a time in which Jesus wasn't there. There was a time in, in historically that Jesus didn't show up. But if you notice here, this time now that was that was put before us, we see here that now here comes Jesus and it's his time now. In other words, he is now making his debut. Okay. And John is the one that is preparing the way. Remember, John the Baptist was the one who prepared the way for Jesus' coming. He's the one that told people that though though you may see me as great because I'm baptizing people I'm preaching the word of God but he kept telling the people that there is one that's coming that's going to be greater than I this one is the one that you are going to recognize him as the lamb of God he would tell he would even tell people that I must decrease as he increase increases that means that even though people were following him but as Jesus came you're going to be able to begin to follow Jesus. And remember John the Baptist's purpose, his purpose, 
His whole sole purpose at that time in the New Testament was to prepare the way. He was his purpose was to baptize people and uh, people to in preparation for the Lord. He cleansed you. In other words, baptism was a form of an outer cleansing, and it was a <clears throat> it was an outer cleansing. It was a outward demonstration that you are now starting to follow God. Uh, uh, in, his, in his principles in your life You're repenting of your sin This is what John the Baptist talked about John the Baptist talked about Repentance he said turn from your Wicked ways turn from your sin That means turn From from one direction and Go into a full another direction Okay and so that was John's Ministry that was his ministry At that time he was a man That lived out in the desert He he did not want he, he really didn't even want the the notoriety or the or the fame but because of the fact that so many people was becoming more uh, in tune with him he became more famous he became john the baptist he became the one that people had to go out and see and they wanted to hear his message they want to hear his preaching and so as he preached and prepared the way then that's when all of a sudden john uh, jesus comes in the scene isn't that funny how um, God doesn't really, you know, hold fast to one person. Okay, God's whole thing is is con- continuity. He like right now, as I'm teaching this word, eventually I'll come off the scene and someone else will replace me. There, the other words, the only thing God is interested in. He's not interested in making you big and famous. He's not interested in making you famous and and, and people knowing you and stuff. No, what he's doing, he's saying, I'm going to use you for now. And then after after you're done and you take off the scene or go off to go off to another. uh, Other words, when your life ends, then someone else will take over for you. Okay. Case in point, I, I remember reading, uh, we'll be reading a little bit uh, about Moses and how Moses, you know, he led the children of Israel. And once he got to the place where he couldn't go no more, then, you know, Moses' life ended. And then when he, when his life ended, he, he went immediately to uh, Joshua and he told Joshua, he says, my servant Moses is dead. But now he wanted Joshua to go ahead and pick up where Moses left off. See, God, he, he it was almost like God didn't even mourn he didn't mourn he didn't regret he didn't he didn't feel sadness or anything like that he said my servant is dead now he's 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 gone so now i need you to keep it moving and that's the same thing it is here when john the baptist did all he could do and he preached and everything and he did his purpose guess what after a while when jesus come on the scene it's like now you got to pass the baton and that's what the christian life is if you're a person that is preaching the word of god or you a person that is uh uh, working in the ministry if you're a person that feel that god has called you in your life understand this that your 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 whole mission in life is not to become famous it's not to become uh someone who is you know everybody just crowd around you and get to get big notoriety around you no your your whole goal is whatever god has called you to do and and in your preaching and your ministry that is what it what's the main goal is to preach the word of god to other people for that people can learn of him remember you're not preaching the word of yourself you're preaching the word of god you're preaching about the gospel of jesus christ are you am i preaching the 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 gospel of larry no i'm preaching the word of the the gospel of jesus christ so 
when you hear this, this is never about you. There ain't no room for big eyes. There's no room for big U's. This is about Jesus Christ. And John the Baptist, he was he was humbled, but he was excited to 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 uh to not only draw people to the Lord, but to tell people, look, this is the one, the Lamb of God, who's going to what? Take away the sins of the world. Remember, John understood his role. His role was to prepare the people the way, prepare to prepare people to um, to to repent and be saved, right? That was what his job was or his role was. But then he he looked and he says, but this one here, this one is going to take away the sins of the world this one is going to sacrifice his life for the world for me and you see so much bigger so much broader the ministry is going to be so much more awesome and it's not about just him it's about us it's about it's about what what the lord wants to do in us and you and me amen so let's continue on here now the next the next um, verse that we're going to read Actually, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this um, from our sponsor. Okay, welcome back again. So I'm glad you hung in there with me. Okay, so let's pick it up here and we're going to be uh, reading out of first uh, Peter um, chapter one, verse 18. And it says here, uh, let's see, hold on. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah. First Peter chapter one, verse 18. Okay. Just a second here. Just a second. Just a second. Okay. All right. So let's continue on here. Um, I thought I lost my place, guys. Just forgive me for that. First um, Peter chapter one. Okay. So it says, "For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from your from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors." Okay. Okay. Um, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, with which lose which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. Okay. So this is, we're, we're reading here in what Peter is talking to talking. Uh, basically he is, um, uh, writing this letter and to the churches right now. And he's saying now he's, he is really being used of the Lord in this letter. Um, he's addressing the times that we're living in the last days. So I want to, I want to, um, kind of jump into that real quick and talk a little bit about that. The last days is what we are definitely, definitely experiencing right now. We have already encountered, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, the, the Lamb of God. He has already made the sacrifice for every one of us. Now the church has begun. And as the church has begun when in the, in the New Testament now, the church has been, other words, formulated and it's now it's worldwide and the preaching of the gospel is now being preached worldwide as as you're listening to me you're listening to a podcast you're listening to a bible cast in which 
the gospel is being taught or is being preached and proclaimed. So imagine from the time of the the, the beginning when they were just having these scrolls or they had the gospel written down on scrolls, the message of Jesus Christ, the salvation of Jesus Christ. And then it began to spread. It began to spread from the Middle East to from Hebrew to Greek and translated into English so that we can all read it. We, me and you being Gentiles, we're the ones that are outside of the of what you consider God's um, elite, which would have been uh, the the Jews. Okay, remember the gospel came to the Jews first, then to the Gentiles. Now here we are. We are the Gentiles. We're the ones that did that. God didn't come to first. We were the ones that were the outsiders. Now that we have the gospel, we're freely able to choose whether or not we're going to follow Jesus Christ. We're going to choose whether or not this is this Jesus good for us as well. Okay. And a lot of us throughout history now, since the time of Christ have now chosen to be baptized, to be sanctified, to be, to, to have our, our sins washed for us to to repent of our sins and to receive Christ as as Lord and Savior of our lives. Okay, remember, I want you to understand this: that that receiving this message, receiving the sacrifice of Christ, is a choice totally up to you. By you listening to this podcast, you are choosing to listen to whatever it is that God has called you to listen to, to hear the gospel message, to hear what what Jesus, how what Jesus did on the cross for you and for me, what God had chose Jesus as the as the uh, um, um, the as the. In other words, the ransom, like he says, God in verse 20, he says, God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. Do you know that God had already here, already had a plan in place before the world began, before creation began? He knew that Adam and Eve was sin. He knew that they would choose to to to. To choose to uh, to make a choice that was disobedient to him, which would result in sin. He knew that sin had to be dealt with. He also knew that man would constantly go wrong and do wrong. Remember, we talked about Adam and Eve, and then we talked about Cain and Abel. Who, uh, uh, Abel murdered. I mean, Cain mur- murdered his own brother. That was a sin. Okay. Then after that, then murder after murder after murder and violence began to um, erupt all over the world at that time. And he had to destroy the earth by water with the, and then, and the saving uh, a family named Noah and his family and then begin to start the world all over again. But guess what? Even though he did that and not to say that God was, was mistaken. No, he knew that even afterwards that man was still need forgiveness of sin. He knew that we would need, we would need to be saved. Why did he do that? Because first of all, God is merciful. He's loving. He's kind. He's willing that no man should perish, though he did have to cause a lot of people to perish because sin had became so great. But his desire, his will, his that you and I will not perish, that we would choose to do what is right and not what is wrong, that we choose to live for him to, like I said, to receive the sacrifice, receive the ransom for our sins. Amen. 
So let's continue on here. It says, for you know that God paid a ransom. He said he paid a ransom. Now get this, for God to pay a ransom that costs him something, that means that, that, that means that he had to give up his only begotten son. Remember John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. You see the trade-off right there? They, that means that he says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave his son for what? For, so that we will not perish but have everlasting life. He gave that so that we can have everlasting life. See, that was the sacrifice. That was the payoff. This it says here, it says in verse 18 of 1 Peter, it says, God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. Who was your ancestors? Okay, now this is kind of debatable because I know I know some things about some people that they believe in certain things about ancestral worship and things like that. We're not going to get we're not going to get into that. According to this, though, your ancestors were the people that lived before you in this Bible. In other words, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, even before that, Adam and Eve, these people, they, in other words, the choices that they made, they continue to make. It was sinful choices. Am I saying that they were perfect? No, they weren't perfect. They were sinful. They made the, every time you make a choice to disobey God to some degree, you have made a choice to to sin against against God. As we go through the Bible, the reading of the Bible, we start to see that not one person was perfect. The Bible says that the Bible even declares that all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. They say that not one is perfect. No, not even one. That means that every person, whether they were a king, whether they were a, a slave, whether they were um, a servant or whether how 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 many choices, I mean, how many how, how much God used them, they still were imperfect. And this is why I tell you right now that God uses imperfect people. He uses you. He uses me. And even even though he uses us, we're still considered imperfect. We're still considered sinful. We still have fallen short of the glory of God. And God is so merciful and so merciful to us that he's willing to use us in spite of our imperfection, in spite of our ways at times. Sometimes we even we even we even uh, uh, frustrate him because we don't do what he asks us to do okay but God is merciful God says no matter what I love you you remember that remember that next time you feel like you're unworthy next time you feel like you kind of like you don't meet you you don't meet up or you don't deserve uh you don't deserve heaven none of us do none of us deserve the the perfect place in which God has given us but you know what God says I want you to have fellowship with me I want you to have eternal life That means to live forever with him Eternal life means to live Forever with the Lord He wants you, he's inviting you To have eternal life And this is why the Bible says that he has God has paid a ransom To save you from your in, Empty life from uh, Empty life you inherited from your ancestors In other words, he wants you to trade In your empty life to eternal Life, okay, so it says 
is in and it is not paid for just mere sil- uh, gold and silver which loses value he even compares the ransom that was paid was even more pricier and more important than than what we consider on earth silver and gold because even he knows that gold and silver will lose its value he says in verse 19 it says it is the pri- the precious blood of Christ the sinless spot- spotless lamb of God you, you see how he compares that to gold and silver it was the precious blood of Christ remember it goes right back to the blood in other words Christ being the paid ransom is the ransom in which God has has called you and then he said and called him and says and it was the precious blood the blood that was come that came from him when he sacrificed his life on the cross the sinless spotless lamb of God okay God chose him as your ransom long before the world began but now in these last days he has revealed for your sake now he's now Peter is talking about the last days here he's saying look everything has been done and here we are now the time is ticking listen we're at the 11 o'clock hour okay some of you right now, if you don't believe that we're living in the last days, go look at the news. Look at the news. Look at the, the wars and rumors of wars, the earthquakes in direst places. Listen, we got we got a disease, that a virus that's going on almost worldwide now. This is considered now a pandemic. Okay. We're going from country to country. Okay. There, there's, there's a lot of things that are going on in the last days right now. That is t- time is ticking, guys. And, and and in the same as it, same as it was in the days of Noah, same as it is now. Please don't make them the same mistake as the people did in the days of Noah. They kept partying, they kept doing their thing, they kept living their life, they kept living the way they want to live. Which you're you're more than welcome to live the way you want to live, but they kept living the way they want to live all the way to the end. All the way to the end until it was time for them to eventually to for 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 God to destroy the earth. Don't make the same mistake as the people did in the days of Noah. In other words, bring yourself to the Lord right now. Bring yourself to God. In other words, repent of your sins, turn from your wicked ways and come full heartedly 360 degrees to him. Okay, live for him. Don't half step with this. Do not half step with this. Bring yourself fully over to the Lord in your life. This is what he's saying. Listen, this is nothing in the beginning that we have to do. God says, come as you are. God says, come just the way you are. I don't care whether you, 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 you know, they say if you are living the life the way you live it, it don't matter. God says, just come. Just come, just come and give your heart and your life to the Lord right now. Right now is the time. Amen. So let's continue on. Now, this is about it um, that I have to say today. Okay, we're going to continue on in this devotion of cross and crowns. Um, I'm really glad that you were able to um, to to hear this. This is a short and sweet one, okay? And um, again, I want you to take to heart, though, that about this here devotion, about this message, I want you to really, truly take to heart about what it is God is telling us and calling us to do, okay? It's very important. You know why? Because God loves us. 
Okay. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, that means that God wants you to hear this. Understand this. God wants you to hear this. Am I perfect? No, I don't claim to be perfect. I am just like you. I am faulty. I have failed many times in my life. I have, you know, failed more t- more times than I can I can count. But what's what is perfect and what I can say and get behind is the word of God and, and this salvation that Christ is the sacrifice for our lives. And he's the one. That we need to get behind. I want to be more like John the Baptist. And, and, and continue to preach this gospel. Because it's all about Jesus. It's not about me. It's not about me. Just like if you're passionate about this. It's not about you. Amen. So I appreciate the time that you've given me. I ask that you have a wonderful day. Let's let's end with a word of prayer. And uh, if you need, if if you're one that's listening right now, that you're not sure of your salvation, you're not sure whether or not that you that if you were to die right now, that you'll go to heaven, that you'll have eternal life. If you're not sure if you will have eternal life, you need to pray this prayer. And and listen, it's not about you being perfect. It's not about perfection. It's about giving your your life and your heart over to the Lord and having a relationship with God. This is about walking a day-to-day walk with the Lord so that he can change you, so that he can mold and shape you into the man or woman that he as he's he's asking you to be. Listen, this walk this life walk, man, it's 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 not it's not easy. We're gonna mess up. We're gonna we're gonna mess up. We're gonna fool around, do things we shouldn't do. Okay, but what's most important is on the day and the day that you die, and we will all die. We will all end this. This life will end for us at some point in our lives. Some will be before us. Some will be after us. But it doesn't matter. Understand where your salvation is and where eternal life, eternal life. Remember this eternal life is a life that never ends. See, you think that this life ends just because you breathe your last breath here on earth. No, once you breathe your last breath here on earth, guess what? You will be in another place. You will be in in heaven or you'll be in hell. Okay. Yes. Let me, let me repeat that again. You will be in heaven or you'll be in hell. If you'll be in heaven, that means that you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal savior, and you have a relationship with God. Guess what? If you don't have a relationship with God, you're going to be in hell. What is hell? It's not, it's more than just fire and brimstone. It's more than just uh, uh gnashing of teeth. Those are, those are horrific things to be honest with you. And no, I wouldn't want to experience that either, but it's also ultimately separation from God. God says this, if you don't want a relationship with me now, you definitely won't have a relationship with me when you pass away, when you die. Okay. You will continuously have a separate relationship from the Lord. And, and, and that may not sound too, uh, uh, um, that may not sound so bad to you right now, but understand this right now we're in the, we're always in the presence of God. But imagine a time, even though it's evil now, imagine a time when, when the presence of God is fully lifted. That means that he is fully taking his hand off of your life. He's taking his hand off of the, the life of many others on, in, in all humanity. When the, 
when the presence of God, which is the church, which is the spirit of God, when it is fully been lifted and away, away from the earth, all hell will truly break loose on the earth. Okay. And understand this hell itself is, is horrific and it's, and it's, uh, uh full of pain and, and anxiety is full of, of just all kind of things that whatever your fears is, whatever your thoughts is in pain, those things will be right there. Okay. So either one or two things and we have to make the choice, not God. God says, I've already set before you life and death. Okay. I've already set before you, uh, uh, blessings and curses. That's what it says in the Bible. Okay. So you have to choose, choose you this day whom you will serve. Let's get into a word of prayer real quick. Father God, I thank you right now for another day. I thank you for another week that you've allowed us to see. Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus to open our hearts and our minds to this word of God, to the, to the precious lamb of God, the, the sacrifice that the ransom that you give, you, you chose God to give us in, in our place. Remember, it was in our place. That that um, that Jesus uh, gave, was put on the cross. That He put Himself on the cross as a willing sacrifice. He was the unblemished Lamb of God. He was the one that had no sin. He had no blemish. He there was nothing wrong with Him. And you know what? He put Himself on the cross for me and you. And Lord, I thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. And because of how much love you have for us, that you want us to be have fellowship with you and have eternal life. Amen. Now, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you have not received Christ and you want to receive Christ, you want to ask him into your life, just repeat this prayer after me. Father God, I thank you, first of all, for loving me. I thank you that you love me even before the world began. Father God, I ask right now that I receive your son, Jesus Christ, as my savior in my life. I, I receive him for my salvation. I, I trust him and I trust the sacrifice that was given for me. Now, Lord, help me from this day forth to become the man and woman that I am to be. Father, I ask right now to for you to to help me uh, uh, um, not make so many mistakes, but to begin to transform into the man and woman that I am to be, Lord. First of all, I thank you again for the blood that was shed for me, the life that was shed for me. Second, I believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and that as he rose from the dead, Lord, I also believe in his resurrection and the power of his resurrection. And I believe that now he's sitting at the father, sitting with the father, excuse me, on the right hand of God interceding for me. Lord, I thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you for blessing me with your salvation. And Lord, I ask right now to just continue to guide and direct me in this new walk with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now listen, if you if you prayed that prayer and you meant it sincerely from your heart, no, no, just, I mean, yeah, you repeated after me because you didn't know what you were saying maybe, but if you prayed that prayer and you meant it and it was from even from your own words, then I say this, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God, my brother and my sister, okay? So just know this. We're in the last days and remember this, that God wants to have eternal life given to you for free.
There's nothing that you and I had to do to get this. So praise God for that. Second of all, ask the Lord to direct and guide you to a good Bible-believing church. Also, pray and read your Bible every day. Every day. That means that prayer, you're going to talk to God. You're going to say something to God. You're going to introduce yourself to God. God's going to introduce himself to you. He, You're going to begin this walk with the Lord. It's baby steps. It ain't no big giant steps. I don't want you to compare yourself with someone that's been walking with the Lord for years. This is your relationship with the Lord himself. This is God. This is the God of the universe. You are his creation. He is your creator. Listen, how else are you going to know him unless you open your heart, your mind to him and, 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 and walk with him every single day and talk to him? Listen, the only way that you're going to understand the Lord in your life is you have to uh, intimately deal with him. All right. And he's open to that. He's not going to hide himself from you. Matter of fact, he's waiting for you right now, right now at this very moment. He loves you. He can't wait to talk to you. He can't wait to spend time with you and you spend time with him. Listen, in the mornings is great. In the evenings is great. Throughout your lunch day is great. Well, listen, whenever you get a chance to talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord from your heart, your mind. Listen, it's good to have fellowship with the Lord God. Amen. So the next thing is read your Bible. That's another way and how you're going to get to know the Lord in your life. Understand what God is doing and what he wants for you. Understand how he dealt with men. Listen, a good starting point, in my opinion, only in my opinion, is you either read John, the uh, the book of John in the New Testament, that gives you the life of Jesus Christ, okay? And then from there, you can go from there to either Matthew or Mark or Luke, and then from there, um, those, those are the other four Gospels, and then from there, you can actually go to either the book of Romans. Go to the book of Romans. That book right there is an awesome book in the Bible. And then from there, if you Whatever God calls you to read If he calls you to read the book of Psalms That's fine If he calls you to read the book of Genesis Which is the creation of the world Go ahead and read that You know, but whatever you do Ask the Lord to direct and guide you. The last thing I will say this is eventually you want the Holy Spirit. That is the third person of the Trinity. The third person of the Trinity. In other words, the triune God. Okay. Now it doesn't say that in the Bible, the triune God, but we call him that because he's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to direct and guide you, fill you with his Holy Spirit. He's going to be the one that's throughout your the rest of your life is going to say, hey, don't do that. Hey, pull away from that. Uh, be careful of this. Uh, you know, I, I'm missing you. I want to hear from you. Uh, he's going to draw you close to him. You know what I'm saying? He's going to he's going to be the one that's going to convict you of when you do things that are wrong and not according to God's will. He's the one that's going to make you feel that, you know, I need to stop doing this and that and the other. Or maybe I need to stop hanging out with these people. Maybe I need to stop uh, this this behavior, this this habit that I do. In other words, allow God's spirit to mold and shape you. 
Listen, if you if you're making decisions on your own, even as a Christian right now, and I'm talking to you as a Christian, if you call yourself a Christian and, and, and you're still doing the things that you know is wrong to do. And the Lord is, is still begging and pleading you and you know it's wrong. Then guess what? That is a sin. That is a sin. You got to you, listen. God wants he wants uh, uh, sincerity, but he wants authenticity. He wants he wants a genuine walk with you. And he and, and how are you going to get any better if you're continually going down this path of hypocrisy? Because that's what it is. In other words, you're living as a Christian. You're calling yourself a Christian, but your life and the choices that you're making are hypocritical to not just yourself, but others that are looking at you and watching you and around you. How can you call yourself a child of God and you're still walking according to the ways of the world or you, you, you're continuing to do the things that you know that are wrong? OK, if you know, the Bible says this uh, now, it says that to know to, to know to do right and yet to do wrong, it's a sin. All right. And you don't want to continue a habitual life of sin because eventually you will eventually get used to that. Your mind, your body, your choices will no longer convict you and you will be turned over to a mindset that is just numb to what you're doing. OK, you don't never want to get to that point. So if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you call yourself a believer in the Lord, but yet you do the things that are wrong. You, you're going to have to talk with God or you're going to have to start making some changes. If you know those changes are, are contrary to God's word and to God himself. Don't fool yourself. You're not fooling God at all. So don't fool yourself into thinking that you're walking with God when you're really not. Hey, I know this is a strong message. I myself also, you know, this is a message for me, too. So, again, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for the time that you had to just listen to this podcast. Hey, do do me a favor. Share this podcast with someone you know and love, someone that needs to hear the word of God, someone that hasn't heard the message of the gospel, someone that you want to share this message of the gospel with, okay? Share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, so anytime I make a recording that you'll be able to hear it. Hey, listen, until next time, God willing, you'll hear my voice again. And we'll be getting right back into this devotion. Remember, we're still going through. We're going to be going through these devotions of the cross and the crown, um, which is about um, the the journey to um, the journey of um, of Jesus Christ and and how his life, his sacrifice affects us today. And this is by a devotion in the U version Bible app with Charles Stanley. Please, 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 you know, download it to your phone or or just read your regular Bible. It doesn't matter. As long as you're reading the word of God daily, that's all that matters. We, just like you take your vitamins daily, read the word of God daily, okay? It'll be good for you and um, and it'll be a blessing to you. So until next time, I, you know, um, just keep continue to pray for me. I'll be praying for you. And again, I love you. God bless you. Talk to you later. Peace out.